Hey everybody, welcome back to The Bumbling Yeti, episode 2. This is John, and today I would like to kind of give a high-level overview on on, uh, my take of what being empathetic means. Um, I'll just get into a few things here and there, not necessarily too personal, however, just kind of the small things that, that have really helped me along the way. Uh, there was a point in time in my career, um, my life and my career, where I was a very angry um, and, and sometimes mean-spirited person. That wasn't necessarily me. Um, however, I take full responsibility for that, and I take full responsibility for everything that I have ever done in my life, and, you know, the good and the bad, you got to take the good with the bad, however, you know, as you move on in your life, and things start to change, and you realize that, you know, you have a, an amazing group of people around you, your family is even better than you ever thought that they could be, and, you know, you see people succeeding, and instead of being bitter towards that, you really cheer them on, and, say go get what you think you want to do and or go get what you think you want to get and those kind of things and so that's kind of what I want to talk about today uh again like I said I was a I was a pretty we'll just say say I was a very angry young man um I was you know by all means successful if you if you look at it from the outside I was young I had a house and I was married young and had kids young and did pretty well in my career and um you know some things change, we'll say. I'm, I'm no longer married, and um, but I do have two amazing kids. And, um, you know, I have, uh, I have an amazing family, my, uh, my sister and my mom. Hopefully I can actually get them on this podcast at one point. Maybe not together, uh, but at some point I'd like to get, definitely like to get my sister on. Just to kind of talk about growing up, and we get together and we just crack up. We, we right now have an amazing relationship. I, I missed out on a lot of years. Um, I'd actually like to get my nephew on here too. This kid will crack you up. Just have to make sure I have the dump button because uh, he likes to get carried away sometimes, and 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 that's fine as well. But uh, yeah, my mom, my sister—they're amazing. Um, I have a lot of great cousins, aunts, and uncles. Hopefully, I can get them on this podcast as well. Uh, depending on the content, maybe it'll just be private, exclusively for family. Just trying to uh, trying to do something a little different. So anyway, back to the empathetic. I guess, process in my mind and, and being empathetic and, and showing empathy. Um, one of the things that I've realized over, I guess, over the past few years, probably more or less have to do with realizing that the only thing that I can control is me. And you might think, you know, why am I talking about empathy towards myself? Because in the last few years, I've actually been able to be more empathetic to, I guess, the way that I feel, the way I think. Um, this podcast, for example, I had people in my life several years ago that would have told me that this was the most stupid thing I could ever do. Some of those individuals are no longer uh, in my life, and, and I'm okay with that. At the same time, some of them are. Those people I would like to have on this podcast as well. The point I'm trying to make is, you know, if someone wants to go out and do something, you probably really shouldn't tell them no. Now, you might not want to do it, and it might not make a whole lot of sense to you, but maybe it makes a ton of sense to them. I mean, if you think about all the people that were told no, you know, there probably wouldn't be a lot of innovation today. So, you know, talking about that, and, you know, I, I again, this it's called the Bumbling Yeti because I have uh, a very short attention span, as you may or may not noticed already, but uh, being empathetic, you never know what someone's going through. 
You don't know if they're dealing with someone you know who might be very ill. You don't know if they're dealing with something to where they're very ill, and they don't want to share that with you. Uh, there's a stigma sometimes to where if you are not healthy, that you are um, maybe less effective in certain things. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's being a parent. Maybe it's being a coach. Maybe it's being an executive. Um, you never really know what that is. Maybe it's being cutting grass. You see someone always getting their grass cut, and you might think, man, that young person should be doing that. They're lazy. You don't necessarily know what they're going through. So, And that's just one example. From, from my perspective, I got to a point where I got tired of being angry. I'd like to know more about people. I'd like to really help people smile a little bit more and, and realize that they're not just a, another person. You know, When you run across people in life, you never know who you're going to run across. I have friends that have you know, been so successful beyond many people's wildest dreams, but you would never know because they're not going around gloating about it. There's also people I know that are some of the smartest people that I've ever met in my life that just can't get out of their own way. Uh, I think a lot of times when I, you know, when I sit around and I think, I get in my own head, and um, this is one of those ways I think I want to be able to help myself and get out of things. So the empathetic piece, I, I just want to, you know, kind of touch on that. I, I have a, a routine every day, and I've had this since I started working, we'll just say for real, back when I was 18 years old. Whenever I see someone, I look at them, and I smile, and I say good morning, or good afternoon or on my way out the door if I see them I say good night some of those people like to walk by and put their head down and not say anything in return that's all part of what my deal is I don't really necessarily need that feedback would it be nice absolutely but is it necessarily uh, needed I don't think so not for me at least I dealt with a lot when I was younger my my dad was very sick basically my entire life and you know he passed away um, in uh, 2004 it's a long time ago, but, um, you know, when he passed away, it's, you know, he, he ended up missing out on a lot and I, I didn't, I don't think I missed out on anything. My mom, you know, was a rock star and she made sure that everyone, you know, that my sister and I got everything we wanted to do, uh, or got to do everything we wanted to do. And we had everything that we needed. And, uh, the best thing about that is where I grew up. We had what I believe is quite possibly the best community that there ever could have been to grow up in. That kind of leads into another thing, and we'll get into that in another episode. Uh, but, you know, you just never know what people are going through. You don't know if someone's sick. You don't know if they had a bad day. You don't know if they were, um, you know, if they can't make their bills, if they're hungry. Uh, I remember going to work, and um, I was working a split shift when I was working in manufacturing. I went into uh, the, the lunchroom, and there was a, a, a woman with her head down on the table, and she was sleeping. I went up to her and I said, hey, I said, are you okay? And she woke up and she said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I said, well, you know, what are you doing? You don't start until 7 a.m. And I believe it was 4 a.m. at that point. And she looked up at me and she said, I don't have heat in my house. I said, okay. At that time, it was probably in the, in the low teens, maybe single digits for, man, I remember it was probably for weeks at a time. I just looked at her and I said, well, you know, do you need something to eat? And she's like, well, I, you know, I've been in my car and then I was running low on gas and I don't really have the money to fill my tank up again until I get paid on Friday. And I believe this was a, you know early in the week or 
it would definitely was not Friday. And uh, I looked at her. I said, hey, do you, you want something to eat? And she said, no, no, I'm fine. And, and at the time, it was, you know, this, this place where we worked really, really took care of us. And they had uh, provided lunches for everyone uh, because they, the philosophy was, you know, maybe that was the only good meal that they got to eat all day. And that never really resonated with me until I actually, you know, kind of saw it in person. So that was just an interesting piece to me. And, and it wasn't something where she was happy about it. I could see that she was embarrassed. And she said to me, you know, hey, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you don't tell anyone. And I said, no, that's fine. I, I won't tell anyone. However, there are people here that can help you. And that's the kind of company that it was. And I, I've never worked for a company. I worked for that company for for a very long time and and it, they just they just really went beyond every expectation and made sure that people were well taken care of you know that's kind of the environment I'm very thankful that I grew up in that environment as far as my career goes um, but you know career and your job translate over to a person and you know through my career uh, and even through coaching and and you know having kids and and having friends in the community and whatnot it really opens your eyes to say, are, you know, is, are people really who they are all the time? And, and that's one of the things I really pride myself on. I really, really try extremely hard to be the same person all the time. So that means when I walk into work every morning, even still today, I'll walk in and I'll say good morning to everybody that I pass. Every holiday, I'll make it a point to walk around before the holiday and just say, hey, have a great holiday. Uh, stay safe and uh, I'll see you afterwards. Now, do I have to do that? No, but it actually makes me feel good. And when I go around and I see people and, you know, with their heads down and they're doing their work and, you know, they have uh, so much going on, not only at work, but also in their lives that you don't know about. And quite frankly, it's none of my business, but if I can just get one smile, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I like to get a smile. So empathy in life empathy in the workplace empathy with your kids is super important to try to end up getting to a point where you not only make them feel good or you you make yourself now i do it out you know i'm a little selfish i want to see people smile and have a great day and even a stranger i'll walk past and i'll say hey have a great day or hey what's going on or what's going on buddy or whatever the case may be i'll hold a door for people that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel happy so there's a couple different ways that you can approach life. I choose to approach it that way. I know firsthand that when you do that kind of thing, it ends up making you feel a little bit better, makes you feel a little happy. And um, I'm not necessarily an extrovert. I'm definitely not an introvert. I like to, to speak up when I see something going wrong. But the best part about that is, is that I really love to speak up when things are going right. I like to recognize people. I have this thing. It's it, Some people kind of think it's a, like a running joke, but I genuinely mean it. I walk up to people and I'm like, hey, if no one told you you're doing a good job today, just want to let you know that I think you're doing a good job. It goes a long way with people. They might laugh and they might think I'm joking, but I'm really not. And I don't say it to just anybody. Uh, I say it to people who actually, in my opinion, are doing a good job or I heard that they did something great or they did something you know, above and beyond what it is that they normally do. I just think it's important to, to let people know um, that you're human. I think by letting people understand that you're human and 
I'm one of the first people to raise my hand and say, hey, yeah, you know what? I I messed up. There, there's not a whole lot of people that do that. And I, I don't I'm not looking for praise. I'm not looking for someone to say, hey, you're better. I'm not looking for that. I just want to be sure that when I mention something, that it is exactly what it is we're talking about. So I've been in meetings, you know, throughout my career where people have said, hey, what happened? And I, I tell them, or hey, what's the current state of, of this? Say it's a marketing plan or a printing press run or a product meeting or anything. I tell exactly what it is to the best of my knowledge. Whether that's what someone wants to hear or whether they don't want to hear it, I still tell them exactly what it is that is real and how things are going on. I'm always transparent. And some people can appreciate that. Some people don't necessarily care about that. But from my perspective, I would much rather let people know that, hey, here's what's really going on. Let's kind of dissect it, figure out a solution for it. I'm not looking for you know, a a fix. I don't want to fix anything. I want a a proper solution to where we can just move on. We can fix it and keep going. Empathetic root. What is that, uh, that saying? You, you get more, I don't know, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. I don't know. Something stupid. Someone Google that and tell me or call me and scream at me, whatever you want to do. But, you know, getting back to empathy. And again, this is the bumbling Yeti. It's the bumbling Yeti for a reason. I tend to get off task and, and off subject, but I just think it's very important to, uh, to have empathy towards other people. And along those same kind of lines, really more or less, uh, you're just being kind to people. Again, you don't necessarily know what someone's going through uh, at the moment, um, whether, it's a, whether it's a child, whether it's an adult, whether it's a, um, you know, someone you work with. Maybe it's one of your neighbors. Maybe one of your neighbors is, you know, their grass is long. Do you know exactly why? No. Uh, one of the things, again, in the community where I'm at now, uh, I'm very lucky. My uh, my mailman actually went to school with me. He's a great dude, super smart, and um, you know he looks out because he lives in the same, basically the same neighborhood that that I do. And uh, he will reach out to me and he'll send me a message and say, "Hey, just a heads up, you have a box on your porch. Uh, just want to let you know it's there." Or Hey, I'm getting mail. It looks like someone has your address wrong. I made sure that I put it, um, you know, where it belonged. Or you might want to just reach out to this person. So um, it, it's more or less just about communication. I think communication is a big thing. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, that I've run across that may not necessarily like my way of communication, and I'm okay with that. I may not necessarily like theirs. However, sometimes you have to communicate with people that you don't really connect with. Uh, That's all part of life. Uh, I've been challenged more as an adult by my kids really than I've been challenged by anything. And I'm not, you know, I'm not old by any stretch. I I feel way older than I am. However, uh, I do remember what it was like being, you know, 15, 16 years old and, you know, not being able to go out with my friends would have been would have, been, would have not been a very good scene. Uh, I was very lucky, though, to where I worked at a roller skating rink, and most of my friends were there. So I actually got to go to work and hang out with my friends. And I either got to roller skate or you know cook food, and later on I ended up DJing a lot, and I fell in love with that. But uh, it's very important to treat people the way you want to be treated. 
and uh, it doesn't always go that way. Sometimes it works out great. Sometimes it works out not so great. But just know that you're most likely going to get back what you put out as far as your attitude, your approach to other people. And uh, yeah, it's all about positivity. I have a favorite saying of mine that says positivity wins always. Uh, may not seem to win in the short term, but in the long run, it always seems to win. I've never, ever had positivity not win at the end of the day. Yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of my rant for the day. Uh, if you have any, any feedback, feel free to reach out. Um, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know uh, if there's any kind of content you'd like me to to, to look into or any guests, um, just, I guess, kind of, uh, I guess the content itself, uh, I'm not, I'm not really looking to do any kind of Skype or radio or not radio. Um, yeah, I'd like to do these conversations in person. Again, this is just me this time. And, and you can see why, why it is that I, I get off task every once in a while. I just have so many things going through my mind at one time. And, um, Sometimes that can be a little difficult for me. So let me know what kind of content you're looking for. Do you want to, you know, you want some people in business? Do you want people that are, um, you know, maybe in, in music? Uh, do you, you know, you, would you like to hear more about, um, I guess, about me and the people that I look up to and my mentors? I, I, I plan on having a lot of my mentors on here. Well, I don't have many mentors, but I have... I have a few, a handful that I really look up to a lot. They're not any mentors, but they're also friends. Uh, and the other thing um, along those lines with mentorship is uh, I just lost one of my mentors. Uh, he was a mentor of mine for probably, I don't know, probably the better part of 15 years. And um, he and I we saw each other physically probably twice in the last seven years, I'd say maybe a little longer and uh he he became ill and and passed away and he was an amazing man he he was extremely extremely tough but at the same time he was very fair and it's those kind of experiences that have led me down the path of saying okay I can be tough but I can also be fair whether it's to uh co-workers or someone that works in in a group that I may be responsible for or part of a project, uh, my kids, um, I coach baseball as well. Um, there's, there's quite a few things, um, that really kind of trickle down from that kind of experience. And, and you don't really know what you mean to someone. Uh, so if you're nice to someone, you might be the only person in their entire world that's being nice to them. You can kind of tell when you when you say good morning or you say have a great night or hey, how was your weekend or have a great weekend, whatever it may be. These are people that you actually spend the majority of your life with if you're working every day. And those people, my opinion, and this is just my opinion, those people should know that you are approachable and you are someone that they can um, not necessarily worry about being a detriment to their day that's super important because if you're going to end up being a detriment to someone's day 
and then you're going to turn around and say, you know, I don't like the way that that person talked to me. It's a bit hypocritical, uh, in my opinion, but that's pretty much it. Uh, that's my rant again. Uh, this is John on the Bumbling Yeti podcast. Um, hoping to have some more content very, very soon. I'd like to get some other people on here. I'm going to be uh, reaching out to some friends of mine. And uh, hopefully from there, the conversations that we have, they can introduce me to other people and we can just kind of knock this out and hopefully get some good content, something interesting to listen to. Um, My goal is to have uh, no longer than 30 minutes. Um, I don't like to listen to things more than 30 minutes until we end up getting some good content and maybe some really interesting concepts or very interesting people on this on this podcast all right thank you guys all very much i appreciate your time see you